Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Over the years, you've probably noticed the emblem emblazoned on the side of Air Force One. It's also attached to the podium from which the U.S. president gives speeches and appears on official White House stationery and invitations. A railroad locomotive painted to honor President George H.W. Bush is decorated with it. It's the seal of the President of the United States of America. The presidential seal looks similar, with slight differences, to the Great Seal of the United States, the official symbol that's impressed upon official documents such as treaties and commissions. The precise design of the presidential seal was detailed in Executive Order 9646, issued in October of 1945 by President Harry S. Truman. It specified that the seal depict an American eagle that's holding an olive branch in its right talon and a bundle of 13 arrows to symbolize the original 13 states in its left, while clutching in its beak a white scroll inscribed with the motto E Pluribus Unum, a Latin for out of many, one. Behind and above the eagle, there's a background of radiating glory, a depiction of rays of light crossed by an arc of 13 cloud puffs, below which there's a constellation of mullets argent, which are five-pointed compass stars. That image is surrounded by a ring of white stars symbolizing the current 50 United States, and around that, another circle with the lettering Seal of the President of the United States. Though the presidential seal's precise origins are unclear, it was clearly inspired by the Great Seal. That national symbol was adopted by the Continental Congress in 1782, after Secretary of the Continental Congress, Charles Thompson, merged ideas from several committees into a sketch that subsequently was modified by heraldist Thomas Barton. That's according to the State Department's 1976 official history of the Great Seal, written by Richard S. Patterson and Richardson Dougal. But at some point, U.S. presidents decided that, like the British monarch, they needed their own personal coat of arms as well. We spoke via email with Matthew Costello, senior historian for the White House Historical Association. He said that the Great Seal, quote, was the official symbol of the United States federal government, not the office of the presidency. As such, some presidents simply used the Great Seal, while others thought that the president should have their own distinct seal. Costello explains that at least several presidents in the 1800s created their own seals, incorporating whatever flourishes appealed to them. James K. Polk, for example, used his own seal on the proclamation of war against Mexico in 1846. Millard Fillmore came up with his own slightly different version, which he sent to Maryland postmaster and engraver Edward Stabler to make in 1850. Lincoln used a personalized seal as well. A presidential seal didn't actually appear on an invitation to an event until 1877. According to authors Patterson and Dougal, President Rutherford B. Hayes, who was hosting a dinner honoring Russian Grand Duke Alexis Alexandrovich, made the invites look fancier by emblazoning them with a seal that featured an arc of clouds, rays, and stars between the eagle's wingtips. But the Hayes eagle was thinner and scrawnier than today's robust-looking eagle, and its head was turned toward the bundle of arrows rather than toward the olive branch. In 1902, President Theodore Roosevelt ordered yet another presidential seal to be installed on the floor of the White House entrance hall. He commissioned a French-American sculptor, Philip Martigny, to create a new one. Martigny drew upon the Hayes design, but added a few changes, including engraving the phrase, the seal of the President of the United States, in that circular border. Truman, who didn't like Martiny's work, had it removed and placed elsewhere in the White House. During World War II, President Franklin Roosevelt, who was fascinated with insignia, 
asked experts to redesign the presidential seal. They came up with the idea of adding a ring of stars to represent all the states and having the eagle face the olive branches rather than the arrows to emphasize the desire for peace rather than war. That design was the one that Truman approved in 1945, and it's been used ever since. In 1959 and 1960, President Dwight Eisenhower updated it by adding stars for Alaska and Hawaii. Today's episode was written by Patrick J. Kiger and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other official topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. (laughs) 